Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Good morning. Good morning, Rabbi Stefanski. How's everybody doing? Today is the 22nd day in the Eimer. And it's the Rafua Shlema of Chaim Yitzchok ben Bela, Rafal el Khanan Shimon ben Bela, two brothers. I'll tell you a little bit about them in a second. If everybody could please mute, it would be greatly appreciated. Ben Betzalel, Zechorin Levracha, that's Yisachar Bram's grandfather, who was nifted 30 days ago. Le'ilu Nishmas, Zizel Bas Yosef, Allah Shalom from Moshe Weiss. Once again, is Gary not on? What's going on? If everybody could please mute, I don't think Gary's here. So if, Gary's not on yet. Gary's okay, so everybody please mute. I'm hearing different noises coming in. Good morning, everybody. Um, so, uh, Yisachar Bram, who is a big part of the team behind the scenes, he uh, got us to where we are today on YouTube with the whole live thing. We had a whole fiasco back in the day to get to a thousand. In order to live stream, you need a thousand people. A whole. So. In his honor, I'll read a little bit about his grandfather. Usually, I don't do this, but basically, this is a little bit of a Dafiyomi story. So everyone from Manchester knows about Cope's Cash and Carry, which grew from selling a few greeting cards to like a large business. His grandfather wasn't religious, and he sent his two sons off. One became a doctor, one was an accountant, and then when they came back, they became back religious, and the whole family changed, including his grandfather. They moved to Salford. And his life changed where he switched in luxury cruises, which we are going to be one, on one day, Bezer Hashem, for our Siyum, to a life of davening and learning. He was always from the Asara Rishonim in the Minyan, and he always had a Makam Kavon El Torah in Manchester, and he was the Kayan all the way until age 95, Hiduchin, when he was 95 years old. He always listened to Shiurim. And Bikitzer, I have a soft spot for this man because he traded in the material world for the eternal world. What bigger schus can there be to leave behind an entire family, but a Torah, mitzvahs, just three children, a legacy of 31 grandchildren, over 100 great-grandchildren, and even a few great-great-grandchildren. He was, a very proud, he was very proud of his kids, Michal Zalman, who learned Afiyoimi and even listened to this shir. And my mother, Linda, who doesn't listen to this shir, I just added that, who raised an amazing family for a man who truly valued Torah, this shir is lovingly sponsored by his family in the schus of Avram Gershom ben Mitzal. Beautiful. So, at the end of the day, this is a, a picture of his grandfather. Looks like a chash v'yid. Copes, cash, and carry. I've never heard of it. You guys know what it is? You English people? Yeah, okay. So anyways, uh, you saw how you come from great roots. And we all appreciate what you've done for the shir. You've never heard of him. He's He's the, the quiet one behind the scenes, but he's a big tech guy and helps us out tremendously behind the scenes. And another one of our sponsors, this is an amazing thing. Ay, ay, ay. Firstly, big Yishakai for all that you do and the team. The big team we have here. It's not Pashat. We have Yosef and Gershon and Yisachar and Noam and, and, and Avi, who had a meeting with me yesterday, does all this stuff. There's a lot of people. 
We see the great efforts that go into preparing, delivering, and dispatching all the facets of the shir. The pictures, charts, all enhanced the Daf Lima. In fact, they managed to circulate the picture of Daf Nun Gimel on the Daf WhatsApp group here in England and believe a couple of members have signed up to the WhatsApp group as a result. He's dedicating this morning shir, Lerfur Shleima, of two outstanding brothers in the London Kehila, Danny and Ellie Selinger. Chaim Yitzchik ben Beila and Rafal, Nairvayim. What's going on in England? I don't know why England is like this. Who have both been hospitalized in ICU for weeks due to the virus, this Tehillim, Barchem Dani, gradual improvements, weaned off the ventilator, but his brother falls in extremely critical condition. Both brothers, paradigms of Chesed, Chansis Archim, Bikuchoylem, beyond normal Asagis. Ellie's behind the Zichrim Menachem organization which arranges summer camps for tens of children who are sick with cancer. Kitzer, the schus of the shir, and the schus of all the mas, the masim toivim that they bring, should bring a much needed Yeshua. Thanks for the opportunity and your tremendous Abbasis Torah, Gavriel Emmanuel. So Yishkoyach Gavriel Emmanuel for thinking about others and sponsoring and trying to do whatever we could do for Rufur Shleima. Same guy as Daf Nun Hey with the night yeshivish a friend. The line about wanting to get some attention after bursting through a dam was referring to me, that I now wanted to reach out and get attention. Meant to be self-deprecating and clever, obviously did not come off clear. I'm very upset about this. I thought he was talking about me, I was all excited. Finally another Bernie the Burn, and somebody could put me in my place. And now he's taking it back. I had a feeling, but I was hoping that it... I'm not happy about this. All right, I'm very sorry. You don't have to be sorry if that wasn't clear and ask Mechila. Listen, if I was really insulted by it, I wouldn't have read it online. I like that kind of stuff. It's Geschmack. It puts another dimension. I've heard it a number of times. There's probably something to it. Wouldn't have the audacity to speak to you or anyone that way. Beard or no beard, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you and love your share. Wanted a way to give you feedback about my friend reacted, but I mamish feel terrible. It came up so disrespect. Chas v'shalem, please. In a public setting, no less. Wrote this email as soon as I saw you read the email. Please be Michael Yisrael, good friend, Mansi. No need for Mechila. It was all in good spirit. And here's another one, a follow-up from Ari Weinstein. Thanks for the shout-out on yesterday's share. My mother-in-law used to think that I was one of the Lama of Tzadikim, but you just made it public. So now I was bumped up to Lama Zion. All kidding aside, I can't even tell you how many people called me today thanking me for giving them the idea to actually do something extra especially in times like this, especially in times like this. And in other words, let's keep on with this acts of random chesed, just going to people's houses, delivering things, you have no idea what it could do. I need to thank you, Eli, for giving me this chus to be a shutaf with you. May this chus for your mother be, may this be a chus for your mother's neshama, as well as for Shlema, for Shoshana, Razi, Basilka, Ari Weinstein, Yishkoich, Ari. Yeah, people should keep on going and doing chasadim, uh, ooh, I just printed this out. Literally, I got this uh, a minute before Sheer. So let's read this real quickly because it has to do with YouTube. From Charlie Zolti from Toronto. Hi, Rebelli. I've been following the full share on YouTube since the beginning of Masechus Shabbos and truly love it for your ability to clarify even difficult sugas. Delphi charts. And most importantly, your positive and joyful attitude about teaching, along with the rest of the dear Chabura. I live in Toronto and wish I could be part of the live share, but YouTube will do for now. One day we'll open up a... Uh, community, just for the sheer, we'll call it Heverville, and we'll build these nice houses, American style, and we'll have uh, 
a base measure in the center and will do dafiyaymi all day long, I wanted to offer some help to other YouTube learners with the difficulty in finding the most recent video in the first few hours after it's uploaded. So it used to be that after the shear was over, I clicked done, and within a minute or two, it would populate on YouTube and was ready to go. Today, it takes 12 hours. Something they say to do with YouTube. I hope it's a YouTube thing that they could correct. So meanwhile, the most recent videos can always be found right away by going to the main Daf Yoimi Ramapet Shemesh YouTube page and clicking on the playlist tab. So go to Daf Yoimi Ramapet Shemesh YouTube page and click on the playlist tab. The first playlist is Mesech the Shabbos. Clicking it will open a play all tab that contains all the Shirim on Shabbos on the bottom right side of the page. The most recent video can be found there right away. Okay, so if you want to do it through YouTube, there's a way to do it. You go to the playlist, da-da-da. If you want to go to 8minutedav.com, you can do that. If you want to go to Torah anytime, you can do that. If you want to watch it on our app, you can watch it on our app. If you want to uh, do a, what is it called? Podcast. Podcast. There's other ways to do it. And if you want to wait 12 hours until it populates, you can do that as well. Ellie Nehemia did a fix for that already. For what? How? There's a video that goes up every day that has a link to Right, so there's a little video called, uh, it's a 50 second video. If you go on that, you click, you can go into, I couldn't, I myself couldn't find it, but I'm older. The younger guys for sure will find it. Wishing you continue that slochet. Anybody that types Elie Stefanski, yeah. that will come up first. Will come that video, and what do you do with that video? As soon as it's done, the next one that plays is your daily video. And also has this description of the... Uh, oh, so you play that video and then the next video comes up? Yes. I didn't have that. So why don't you write that in the video? Why are you writing other stuff? Say, please wait 10 seconds until this video is over and the next video will be the video. That will be more understandable for people like me that are not such good understanders. Wishing you continue to talk in all your share and all your endeavors and that you may come back to the regular base Medrash Bekaroiv Charlie Zolti from Toronto. Yishkoyach. Let's go. Again, another daf of Agadeto. I have to say this. I had a lot of Chalish Zadast. We have a big time with Chachim in our neighborhood. His name is Rebbe Avram Willig. He's a Rebbe in Eish, in Eish Torah, and he watches the share every day. And last night he sent me a, a message. He says, by the way, you missed a Taisvis. And I did miss a Taisvis, not an hour. A Taisvis in Baba Basra. A lot of you have been to a seam in my house in Baba Basra. And I threw a big seam. Nobody understood then why. It went for hours and it was a seven-course meal. And I'll tell you now a little secret because I think it might be a little chizuk for some of the Eilam. That was a seam that I did on Baba Basra because I finished Baba Basra 20 times. It was a big accomplishment back then. 20, I did a 20 Chazaras. I threw a big seal. And even so, I don't remember anything from Baba Basra. Akash Baruch gave me this thing. My memory is not the best. And one of my favorite, probably my favorite line in all of Baba Basra is, El lemato lemala. The concept of a Pashtiyid being, you think he's a simple guy, he sits in the back of the shul, but when you come up to Ganeda, you'll see that that guy is the main guy, and the guy that you thought with the big frock and the payas and the whole thing, he's in the back. That's, Tysus on the spot over there says, and he, and he doesn't bring it here, he says, to explain it, we all know that Rav Yehuda was Shmuel's Talmud, as we had yesterday in the Gemara, that Rav Yehuda told Shmuel, why aren't you paying attention to this woman? She's complaining, she wants a dentire, and Shmuel said, it's not my, my deal, she should go to Maruk for my Rebbe. Taisvis in Baba Basra daf Yud Amit Beis. El Yoinim Lamato Vitachtoinim Lamala says 
This Gemara and Shabbos, Dafnun Hay, is why Rabbi Yehuda is Lamala and Shmuel the Rebbe is Lamata. Because Shmuel didn't listen to this lady. And the Behin Yoda on the spot says, and when I learned it in Baba Basra, it's tremendous. Yoda says, well, Shmuel did answer Rabbi Yehuda and he answered him correctly. He said, it's not my deal. I'm not the Avbezdin. Marukva is. But Marukva should have been rebuked by Shmuel. Shmuel should have gone to his Rebbe and say, Rebbe, pay attention to her. That's what the Binyan Yoda is. Anyways, you see that a person as great as Shmuel could lose his status in Oilo Emes because of Bin Adam everything. Something of not paying attention to a woman one time. And all of a sudden, when you come up to Shemai, wait a minute, isn't Rav Yehuda the famous Talmud of Shmuel? No, he's over here and Shmuel's over there. Unbelievable. I can't believe I missed that place. It gave me Chalish Sadas, but at the same time, everybody has their own Milas and Chesroinus. And you got to roll with what you have. Whatever Akush Baruch gives you, that's what you deal with. Zak the Gemara, we're holding Daf Nun Vav Amid Aleph, all the way in the bottom, the last few words on Nun Heim and Beis. Omer Shmuel ben Achmeni, Omer Bionatan, Kala Oimer bin Shmuel Chatu, Eino Elatay. So we're with this theme that if you think that a certain Gadol did a Chet, if you think that the sons of Shmuel were Chaita in Shaychat taking bribery, you're making a mistake. It says in the Pasuk, and then uh, a few Psukim later, it says, They didn't go in their father's way, Shmuel. Now, if you want to describe a Russia, you don't say, Oh, this guy is such a Russia, he's not even like the Chavetz Chaim. If you're describing someone that did a Chet, you don't say he's not like Shmuel, one of the greatest people that ever lived. So, what, what does it mean? You should know they didn't sin. What does it mean that they took shaykha, they took bribes? They weren't exactly like the father. Shmuel go all over the world and judge people right there and then. He didn't have a secretary, he didn't have a gabba, he didn't have a driver. He went by himself, took care of business. He went all to all these places. They didn't act like him. They were nice and comfortable where they lived. And they sent people out to bring people to them. They had their, their people, their helpers, the people that wrote the, the different stories. They fanned up their salaries. And it wasn't proper. It's like Shoychat, but it's not. At the end of the day, they weren't over on Shaychad. They did something improper, but not as, not, the Chet wasn't as grave as you think it is. Ketanoi. Vayitu achreya botza rebmei oimei chalkom shualu b'fiyam. So there's actually machloikas, whether they did a real Aveir or not. Remeir says that they were Levim. They were the sons of Shmuel, who was a Levi. They were entitled to Meiser, the 10% you take off your food, but they requested it. And the fact that they requested it, they were G'daylem, they were the judges of Klai Yisrael. What did they do to everybody else? Everybody else didn't have, the rest of the Levim suffered. They took all the stuff. Rabbi Doimer, al-Bali Batim. Yeah, you got the, the wealthy guy that goes over to Roshiva and he donates uh, the dining room in the Yeshiva. So what happens? A month later, he calls up the Roshiva and says, I, I need to get my son into Yeshiva. <laughs> of course. That's what happened here. 
They gave their money to these people to do business. The people did business for them, gave them back all the profits without taking anything off the top. So now when these wealthy people that did business for them came, for the entire, what, what is the guy going to do? He's stuck. They have protects in Besden. That, that's a problem. Giving preference to people in Dinei Torah is a big problem. Oh, so they're over. They took something they shouldn't have taken with force. Either it's Matnes Kuna. You know when you shecht an animal, you have to give the Kayan Zraya L'chaim V'keva. If you were at the Shechita and Chulun, you saw literally the jaw, the foreleg, the keva, you give it to the kain. They grabbed it. Doesn't, doesn't belong to them, they took it. Oh, so here's the famous Gemara. The famous story with David and Bathsheba. Bathsheba was married to Uriah, and David took her as a wife. Whoever says David sinned with Aishasish is making a mistake. And of course, David, his whole life, the tshuva on the Avera, what exactly did he do? You make a mistake? Very interesting that Rashi says on the word maskil, not here, he says matzliach. Does he say it here? I don't think so. Matzliach, he's successful. Why is it called maskil, like seichel? Because a lot of people think that people that are successful, they have a lot of seichel. Oh, he's very good. He's br- very brilliant in business. No. Baruch gave him that, that money. Baruch made him successful. But that's what people call it. They call it a maskil. Is it possible that he was over an sish? And the shechin is with him? Nosan Hanavi tells him, where is he? I think I saw him now. Shields. Shields was on it, right? My cousin from, uh, I forgot where he lives already. I said in Maryland somewhere. Where's Shields? I saw him on the first screen. Anyways, he's here every day. His brother's name is Nosan. And Nosan on uh, Yom Atzmut competed in the international Chidon uh, Tanachi, and he came in third place. All the Shields are geniuses, including the one that's watching here. Where is he? I, I'm sure he's on that screen. I just don't see him. He's hiding. Very quiet kid. Anyways, so the guy told him, he says, what's your name? He says, Nasan Shields. He says, no, no, there's no such thing as Nasan. Your name is Natan. In Hebrew, we don't have a Saf. Yeah. But anyways, we do have here, Nasan Hanavi gave Musr to David HaMelech, and he said, Madua Bozisas Dvar Hashem Lasis Hara. You know what it means to come in third place in all of the world? They were asking him questions like, they gave him one word, and he said, okay, tell me where it is in, in Nach. Where? Kid is, kid is uh, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. And he, oh, here he is, Aaron Shields, top, top corner by me. All right, anyways, he came in third place of all the world. They sent in a TV crew because he couldn't come here. They're supposed to fly him in. Big thing. I'll go upon him. Madua bozisas dvar So why did Nassim tell David Amelech? Why did he do bad? He did bad. Says the Gemara, Shabikish lasis. He wanted to sin veloyasa, but he didn't sin. And for that, the Navi rebuked him and said, you did bad. Omar Rav, so Rav says like this, Rabbi, the famous Rabbi, the awesome David, 
he is the descendant of David, of course it makes sense, he's trying to find an excuse for David. We'll see later what Rav says. Rav says also, it's not, Rabbi Oimer, Mishuna Ra Azumi Kol Why is this one? It says Ra a lot in the Torah, by, by the kings and everything, but this one is different. Shekol Rosh Vayas means he did the bad deed. And by Dabra Melech, it says Lasois, he wanted to do in the future. Shabigish Lasois Viloy Asa. Yes, it says a lot of times Vayas, it says a lot of times Lasois. But not in this context. Not for somebody that he did an Avera to say, Lassois. If he did the Avera, he should do the Avera. Eis Uriah Achiti, he kiso becharod. You killed Uriah. Shohayelcha l'dunma b'sanhedrin l'edadu. So says Rebbe, what was his big Avera? That you should have brought Uriah into the Sanhedrin. Says Taisves, of course. Well, a king doesn't have the right to kill somebody without a Sanhedrin, of course he brought, brought it. So the Vard is that when you are a king, you have to bring somebody into Sanhedrin, but you don't have to go through the whole, the whole thing of, of a regular Ritzach, of somebody that, that's Chayv Misa. Do this, and then... And he took his wife as, a, as your wife. So says the Gemara, if the Torah calls him Le'isha, your, 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 it's your wife, so it's your wife halachically. You can't go over to, the Torah would never call an Ashes Ish your wife. There's no Kiddushin on an Ashes Ish. The fact that the Torah calls her your wife means that it did work. The Kiddushin were proper Kiddushin. And now the Gemara explains the famous concept. Any soldier that went out to war would write a get to his wife. Or, if he was in a rush to get out, he would send the get from the battlefield back to his wife. Why? Either that his wife shouldn't fall liyibum to the disgusting brother-in-law that his, he doesn't want his wife to fall to, or what about an aguna? If we don't find the body, it's not right that the wife should not be married for the rest of her life. So, what kind of get do you give? Rashi says it's a get out night. If he doesn't come back, then the get is chalem afreya, retroactive from the time he gave it. Taisa says no. You give a real get today, and when he comes back, they remarry. But they do it in, 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 in the tzina. I don't know why it helps so much, because if everybody does it, then everybody knows that there's a get. But Taisa says you do it in private, nobody knows for a fact that there's a get, so they all consider her Eish and they stay away from this woman. Even though, halachically, she's completely divorced, according to Taisus. Shenemar, it says that Yishai, the father of David, we had yesterday, Yishai was one of the four people that had never sinned. He told David by the war, by Shaul, take these ten blocks of cheese. And bring it to the, to the general, the one in charge of a thousand. And make sure your brothers are doing okay. And take their aruba. What does that mean? My aruba, the, the, the things that are mingled between a husband and a wife. In other words, make sure you get their gitim. He learned, David learned from his own father. Make sure people divorce their wives before they go to battle. You can't 
blame a king for the death of his soldiers that the Goyim Amon did to the Jews. So just like there's zero chet on all the people that died from the Goy, Afuria, Hachiti, Iaton, Nenesh, Olov, so too, you're not going to have a sin for Uriah dying and what happened with Uriah, the Ishes Ish of Bathsheba. My time, why not? He rebelled against the king, the Omar Lay, because Uriah said, Vadoini Yoyov. He called, according to Rashi, he called Yoyov my master, Adoini Yoyov, in front of King Dovin. And then he said, Vadi Adoini, referring to David Amela, the slave, the, the servants of my master. Tysus argues and he says that the according to Rashi, it's incredible. If a person messes up and he says, Adoini Yoyov, he cut off his head on the spot. So Tyson says, I, I, I don't get that. Why would I kill him? Because he said, so Tyson says, because he didn't listen to David. David said, come home. I need you to come home and be with your wife. So he says, I'm going to come home and be with my wife. Lishkav, what does he say here? The Lushan. Belishkav imishti. I'm not doing that. It's not fair that all my friends are out in battle and I'm going to be home. And that's the Mori B'Malchus. He didn't listen to David, he didn't come home. Mori B'Malchus, so David had the right to kill him and not with the Sanhedrin. Omer Rav, Okay, so, so Rav says Rebbe was looking for an excuse for David. But I myself, Rav, say, if you look at it, All you can find is this, of Uriah, Only in this, that's all David has on his list. Abayi says, wait a minute, there's a contradiction. David once in his lifetime accepted Lashon Hara. So in fact, according to Rav, he had two chataim, not one. What was the Lashon Hara? So there's a bunch of psukim here. So real quickly, outside, basically, David Melech was searching for descendants of Shaul, his best friend, Yainasan, maybe he could find somebody. So he went and he found Tziva, a slave that happened to be the slave of Shaul, and, he, and the slave told him that there's someone called Mipibayshas. You guys remember Mipibayshas from Brachas? Who was Mipibayshas? Mipibayshas, the Gemara in Brachas, all the way in the beginning of Brachas, Navdalit, tells us that David HaMelech called me Mipibayshas my Rebbe, that he embarrasses himself, he makes his hands bloody, and everything, every question he has, he goes to my Rebbe, Mipibayshas. Siva tells David, there's someone called Mipibayshas, who happens to be a grandchild of Shaul, the son of Yainu's son. But he throws him under the bus. He says he's, he's a nobody. He's not a Talmud Chacham. He's beloy davar. He doesn't have, he doesn't know how to learn. And then David HaMelech finds Mipibayshas and finds out that he's a Talmud Chacham. Meloy davar. He's a huge Talmud Chacham. However, he accepted the Lashon Hara that Mepibayshas doesn't like him. He's against him. And he punished him. So because he's in Mekabal Lashon Hara, Mepibayshas, Rav says there's another Avera here. Let's see inside all these Pesukim, back and forth. Gufa, what was the Lashon Hara? Rav Omar Kibble Dovaloshan Hara. You hear Rabbi Yosef Hiller? You hear what's going on here? Listen. Rav Omar Kibble Dovaloshan Hara. He was Mikabaloshan Hara. Dichsiv. 
Where is this Mipi Boishes guy? Tziva, the slave, said, Only one chart today. You see how it's written with a Vav. We pronounce it with an Aleph. He told him, and basically the Gemara is saying, he told him, He's a nobody. Beloy with the Aleph. So the, the king David sent to get me Piboishes from Ben Amil. And then it says in the next Pasuk, Meloy Dover with a Vav. And when you read it, Mole with the Aleph. He was full, full of Torah. <laughs> Greater than David, a bigger Tamad Chachem than David in Torah. So since David HaMelech saw that Tziva is a fat liar, he, told, he said that Mephibosheth doesn't know how to learn. He's a nobody, and all of a sudden he's bigger than David. So when, when Tziva said that Mephibosheth is a bad guy, and he doesn't care about the king, why did David HaMelech listen to him? He should have known he's a liar. Where's Mipi Boishes? Vayom Tziva la Melech. Hine Yoshe Birushalayim. He's sitting in Yerushalayim. Umanol on the Kibbal Menei. So, how do you know that David accepted his words and he accepted that Mipi Boishes is against him? I'm giving you slave Tziva, everything Mipi Boishes owns, it's all yours. Why would he punish Mipi Boishes? Because Mipi Boishes was bad. Mipi Boishes was against David, according to Tziva. And David accepted it. It's not considered Kabbalah Lashon Hara because there's something called you, you see with your own eyes that there's truth to the matter and therefore it's not, I'm not accepting what Tziva said word for word. I see with my own eyes that Mipi Baishas is against me. How do I see? Exactly what it means, I'm not 100% sure. He didn't shave his legs, it seems like. Or the Mitsuda says he didn't wash his legs, that makes a little bit more sense maybe. But okay. He didn't take care of his mustache. I mean, he should have. is coming. How do you dress for a king? You got to take a haircut, you got to take care of yourself. He shows up like a schlump, his, his mustache, instead of going like this, it went like that. A whole, he didn't even have shaved legs. What's going on here? So Dora Melch tells me, what's going on with you? What's, why are you not with me? Says me, I know about that slave Tziva and what he told you. He's a liar. As soon as I realized, I took my donkey, and I started out towards you, turn the page, I can't walk well. I'm lame. I need a, I need a donkey. I came right away. And Rechilos about me. You, David, are like a malach. And do whatever you want to do. 
Why are you talking like this? I already said, I'm giving you back half, you take half, he takes half. So, how should me Piboshis answer this? The king says, I'm giving you half, I'm giving you back. I, I agree with what you're saying. So, so, we're familiar with human psychology. I don't want it. Take it back. I don't, I don't need anything. Don't do me any favors. It's not, it's not the right way to speak to a king. Don't, don't do me favor. Don't give me half of my stuff back. You know what? Keep it all. So it's, a, it's like a chutzpah to talk like that. Take it all. I can't believe that this is, you're, you're in peace, everything is great, and you're giving me half of my stuff. Oh my Lord. I'm saying to myself, when is David going to come in peace? And this is what you do to me. You take away half my stuff, you give it to the slave. On this liar, not some slave, a guy that tried to kill me, tried to destroy my life, and he takes half of my belongings. I don't, I'm not upset at you. Who am I upset? He's a fighter. Son, in other words, is that his name? Since he made a fight with his master, with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you're a fighter, the son or the grandson of the fighter. just made a fight with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He was upset Hakadosh Baruch Hu for taking away his stuff. He had a fight with the river, in the river. It was about the river. That moment that Dabra Melech said, You, and the slave, should divide up everything. And why did he do so? Because he accepted Lashon Hara one time in his life. One time in his life he accepted Lashon Hara. One time. Shloima's son, Rechavam, is going to have to divide the entire kingdom of, of Yehuda, the whole kingdom, with the slave Yeravam, the terrible Yeravam. Why? Because David accepted Lashon Hara one time, and that destroyed Klai Yisrael. Yeravam destroyed Klai Yisrael. If David Amelch wouldn't have accepted that one little Lashon Hara, then the kingdom wouldn't have been divided. Yeravam created Avedizar in Klai Yisrael. He didn't allow Klai Yisrael to go up to the base of Ali Regel. He put the golden calves everywhere. It was all, one thing led to the next. Because of what he did, they split the Melucha because he split the Melucha. He created Avedizar because he created Avedizar. Golos. Churban Abayis. Omer Shmuel Ben Achmeini, Omer B'yoyinasan. Kol HaOimer Shleim Eichata. Whoever says Shleim HaMelech. Yes. Wow, I was waiting. Baruch Hashem. No, who's new today? Andrew Glatz. 
No way. Andrew Glatz. What happened? Something with his mother. Is it to ask yeah, him what's going on. His mother is not feeling well. She needs Rosh Meshamayim. Malka Bas Erna. Malka Bas Erna, Lema, Andrew Glatz from Chicago. Wow, welcome, welcome. How you doing, Rib Andrew? Tremendous guy. All right. Ah, I see what you did, Avi. I see, I see what you got. You waited to the two dots, and then you jumped in, but because of the delay of Zoom, it was two seconds later. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. If you say Shlem, I'm... No, no, no. There's a lot of raid here. A lot of raid. Anyways, if you say Shleim HaMelech was over on the head of Avidazara, you're making a mistake. And again, it's the same theme. It seems from the Pasuk, Ruvay made a, did a chet, and the Pasuk even says he did a chet. No, the Pasuk means this. David made a, no, that, and over here by Shleim also. So the same idea. If Shleim is not like David, obviously didn't do, he's not over the Avidazara. You don't, you don't say, on a, on a Russian Marusha, I'm not even going to give an example. He's not like David Amelech. He's a Russia, and here's David. Somebody that's not like David means he's a, the greatest tzaddik ever, but he's not as big of a tzaddik as David. Okay. If Shlema Amelech worshipped David as Zara, he, he wouldn't be in this pasuk. He wouldn't say he's not like David. <speaking in Hebrew> But he never sinned. So what does it mean when he was older, when he's was an old man, his wives were able to steer him away? He had a contradiction. In the one hand, it says that they were able to get him. He was... It says he wasn't exactly like his father's heart, but the similar. Again, the same idea. They tried, and as we're going to see soon, it's not just they tried. He should have been Moicha. He, he did. There was something in all these things, even Ruvain. He did something. There was something. He took the bed out of it. But there wasn't a shasish. There was something. He had wives that were no good. And they did have a desire. There was a chet there. But not that he took a getchka and he bowed down to it and did have a desire. That's not what happened. He didn't do it. But he did build a bama for, for a desire. He didn't end up doing it. So, means he, uh, Yeshua wanted to build? He built. It's the same words. You tell me, means he tried to, he wanted to, but he didn't succeed. So then Yeshua also should be the same exact thing. Yeshua built. So too, According to this man, the Omar, Shlomo built Obama. I look at the Sanyo, Rabbi Yisrael, the Bamais that are in Bay Yerushalayim, that are on the right side of Harazesim. Asher Bona Shlomo Melech Yisrael, Lashtoires, Lashtoireves, Lashtoires, Lashikut Sidoinim. 
Yeah, he built them for Avedis Zoro. Ask the Gemara, Efshaba Asa Is it possible that these kings that lived beforehand, Asa, he didn't destroy these, these terrible Biaram? How is it possible that they waited generations until Yoshio came? Well, they call Biarum. The two kings, Asa and Yishav, destroyed everything before Yoshio. Elo Makish Rishoinim. So we have to make a comparison between Yeshio, Lachroinim, to Shlema Melech, to Yeshio. Machroinim le Asu, Vitalabem le Shavach. Just like Yeshio didn't destroy these Bamais, it was the other kings that did so. But the Torah considers it as if Yeshio was the one that destroyed it because he went ahead and he destroyed whatever else was around. So to Shleima, he didn't build it, but it's as if he built it. Shleima Melech was wicked in the eyes of Hashem. So back in full circle. If your wife does something bad, and you have the ability to rebuke her, she'll listen to you, and you don't, then the sin becomes yours. So his wives, these Mitzrim, they were doing Avedi Zara, he should have said something. Why didn't he tell them, stop, it's not proper. No. Eh, let them be. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to fight with them. So the entire says, it's as if you were Chayta. Omer Noach Can you imagine? Shlom HaMelech would have preferred to be a Gabai of Avedizara. Shlomo, the Gabai of Avedizara, go knock down the trees for Avedizara, do all the side things that are not Avedizara Mamish, and that this passage shouldn't be written by Hashem, that he did. Says Rashi, to teach us, look how bad it is when you don't rebuke your fellow friend, wife, family member, city, country, as we had yesterday. If you're a king and you can rebuke the whole country and you don't, then the whole Avera goes on you. And it says, It's worse not to rebuke than to be a Shamish Fahavid When he married the daughter of Pari, she brought in, today we can understand it on a little iPod, you bring in a thousand songs or whatever. She brought in a thousand Instruments. Oh, we use this guitar for this and we use this trumpet for this thing. Ah, she's cute. She's doing this thing. She should have put her in a place right away. That was the beginning. That was the seed of Avedizara. You marry that bad woman. Unbelievable. The idea of doing something small. So, Gavriel the Malach did something small. He put a reed, one little stick, in the middle of the ocean. And sand started to gather around it. Another Avera, another Avera, sand. It started growing until it became an island called Greece. And this is the great city of Roimi. In other words... Shlomo Melch planted a seed, Gavriel planted a seed. He got married, and then the Avedizar grew, 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 the, the, the Averis grew, 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 to the point where that, from that place, that, that little reed, came the destruction 
of the second base Hamikdash and Golis Vikla Yisrael. That same day, Yeruvim put in that day that he brought two golden calves. So again, he planted the golden calf. They planted a little hut. And that's the Italy of Yavan, in other words, of Greece. You plant the thing here, I plant the hut there. And then they start planting, they, it grows and grows until it becomes a massive city. If you say Yeshio sinned, you are mistaken. He did like his father David. But it says that he did tshuva, shav. Every din he did from the age of eight. If you read it like this, it would say from eight to eighteen. What it means really is from eight to twenty-six. In other words, eighteen years of kingdom. Every din that came, he said, "You owe this guy twenty thousand dollars, and you owe." The, so he went back and he paid up twenty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, a million dollars, ten dollars, all everything he did. All that money he paid back. Maybe you'll think, oh, he gave Ruvain Shimon's money. So he goes back to Ruvain and says, hey, that million dollars Shimon gave you five years ago, please give it back to Shimon. No, that's not what he did. He went into his own account and paid people back. From his own money. And this is an argument on Rav. Rav says, in fact, he was about Shuvah. We have one in our generation. They were brothers. And one more in our generation. Beautiful story. Finish off the parak. This is Marukva, the Reish Golos. There's an incredible Rashi in Sanhedrin that Thalamid Aleph Omid Beis. You should look in there. It's on the bottom of the page. And he brings this story and he brings this Gemara. Again, it's very interesting that Rashi in Sanhedrin brings the Gemara. Rashi over here doesn't bring it. Taisus in Baba Basra brings our Gemara, but Taisus over here doesn't bring it. For whatever reason, maybe because it's not a, the right Maisa, it's a little bit controversial, so to speak. So they, they threw it in, but in a different place, you have to go find it. I don't know what the Pshat is. It should be in Shabbos, because they call Shabbos. He says that this Nasan the Tzitza, Tzitza means sparks, he had a halo, like a glow around his head. What happened? There was a man, Marukva, who was in love with the Eish to the point where he became sick. One day he got lucky. The Eish didn't have money. And she came to him and said, please give me a loan. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And at that moment, he controlled himself. And because he controlled himself, he became Marukva, the Rosh Golos. He became the Golad Dar. He became a halo around his head, says Toysus. He had a, a halo, like, like in those pictures of a, of, of a, of a Malach, of an of a angel. He had a glow around his head. This is Nasan de Tzitzah. From one moment of controlling oneself, the godless a person can reach. 
I was sitting and I was falling asleep. And I saw in my dream. They reached out to Nasan and they said, Your tshuva is mekubal. We're mekubal, your tshuva. You should look in that Rashi. Sanhedrin of Thalamid Aleph Amid Beis. Hadrin Allah Bameh Behema. Hadrin Allah Bameh Behema. Hadrin Allah Bameh Behema. Noam, please take it away. Shamalo is <laughs> <laughs>